0: Rahim will now start our weekly dars. Uh, so today we, I will try and do the second uh, ruku of Surah Al-Baqarah. Uh, last week uh, we went over the first ruku uh, of Surah Al-Baqarah where I mentioned uh, uh, the meanings of Yukimuna uh, salata ala zina Yumina bil gaibi uh and then uh, of uh, the five meanings of salat and then uh, the next verse uh, was uh, about uh, what does hudha mir rabbihim what does that mean and then those whom Allah has uh, you know sealed their hearts some mihim wa'ala their hearts and their eyes and the punishment uh, for that. So today uh, we will uh, start uh, from uh, verse 10 of uh, Surah Al-Baqarah where it states wallazina amanu wama yash'urun just before I start uh, today uh, I think there was a request that uh, I should do this in Urdu as well uh, so uh, I'll do the English uh, portion first uh, and then uh, after that I will uh, do uh, in the Urdu portion as well as well. Um, so, and then, يخاد يون الله وَالذينَ أَمَنُوا وَمَا That they who deceive Allah and those who believe, and they deceive none but themselves, uh, they only perceive it not. So, in this, uh, Hazrat Muslim al-Raytala uh, Anho in his uh, tafsir, Tafsir al-Kabir, he states, that there are you know, three objections that people raise regarding uh, yukhadi unallaha that they would deceive uh, allah uh, so how is it possible for someone um, to you know, deceive allah so Hazrat muslim marit al uh, states the answer uh, for all uh, uh, these uh, uh, three uh, objections uh, so he states that how can one deceive or how, is it, how is it possible for one to deceive Allah so even if you translate and deceive or to in, uh, to intention or if someone has the intention to deceive uh, uh, Allah still how is it possible for a person who believes in Allah to even uh, think of that or have the intention of uh, deceiving uh, them or deceiving Allah so yukhadi una, yukhadi una is babe mufaila meaning that this action uh, uh, is for both parties involved. So if you take an example of a uh, a thief or uh, a thief and a judge so it has uh, for uh, it goes for both parties. So the translation would be that the hypocrites they deceive Allah and he deceives them. This is a disgrace uh, to God that no one you know uh, can deceive God Almighty. So it uh, so the word is uh, khadaa I mean uh, it's not khadaa so you know after khay there's an alif so you prolong uh, the khah for about 2 seconds So the meaning is uh, they uh, intended uh, intended to deceive Allah but this does not mean they succeeded in doing so uh, it means that the hypocrite is not righteous in his relationship with God because their faith or uh, their Iman is not directly related or uh, is linked to God. So they try to deceive God, but uh, since God is someone that is the creator of the whole universe, they cannot uh, deceive uh, God Almighty. And you can uh, see in the Holy Quran that, you know, it says that uh, uh, that, you know, we make our plans and, or they make their plans and God makes his own plan and you know, at the end, God is the one who becomes victorious over uh, every, everyone. So, this is not uh, true that Babi Mofaila always indicates that both parties are involved because in Arabic language, uh, it, means, it does not mean that the judge, as I was giving the example before, between the judge and the thief, that the judge punished the thief and then the uh, the thief will punish the judge it does not work like that it is the judge who will punish the thief and then he will go to jail and do whatever time he has to do the judge cannot punish uh, or the thief cannot uh, you know punish the judge uh, uh, in, in, in any case and then sha'ur or yash yashuruna you know yashurun the word sharaa it means that uh, to know small and detailed ma- uh, matters and it also is something that uh, originates uh, from inside or eternally something comes uh, from uh, inside so meaning that when someone through his internal uh, capabilities either through their uh, insight from their heart or from their common sense uh, decide the right path for himself sometimes that comes out uh, from the inside thus uh, Yashuruna uh, means that hair and uh, and uh, means a, a tree so wamayash means that deceiving and hypocrisy are such acts that against human nature or morals so uh, so how will these people understand this faith or religion when they are in conflict with themselves so this is uh, something that Uhudur stated regarding uh, this verse and then he also uh, also mentioned uh, seven different meanings of khada'a uh, or khadiun. So Huzur states that the first meaning is that when a person who is trying to deceive remains unsuccessful, in such case this uh, word is used. And then a uh, second meaning that uh, Huzur stated is that khada'a also means tarakahu, uh, meaning uh, that you tarakahdina to leave something. And then another meaning of khadiun uh, or khadaa means that the eyes did not see something uh, properly because of this. You suspect something or you doubt it. And then it also means that uh, uh, of giving a food or giving to uh, giving something to someone. And it also means to plan to deceive someone. And then a uh, uh, sixth meaning is that prices uh, going up or down. For example, in a bazaar, uh, the rates go up and down. So. You know, khadaa uh, also means that to go up and down, and then the other, uh, the last meaning is that uh, means that you stop praising him, or you stop praising uh, someone. So these are the seven meanings of yuhadiun or the root word which is khadaa. Uh, and then the next uh, verse is wa hum aminu kama amana nasu. And that is when it is said to them, believe as others, uh, other people have believed, they say, shall we believe as the foolish have believed? Beware, it is surely they, they are foolish, that they are foolish, but they do not know. So in this uh, verse, uh, Hazrat Musa anhu states that uh, uh, the word "sufaha," uh, which is from uh, saf- "safaha," it means that uh, uh, someone oh, that has no uh, common sense or understanding. Uh, they, he does not; he cannot understand uh, something, and also gives away uh, your uh, wealth. So therefore, the hypocrites are uh, calling the believers "sufaha." Is in similar fashion. They thought that these people can either uh, neither de- defend themselves uh, or their lives, or no, they uh, you know they cannot uh, uh, guard their wealth. Then uh, you know, or they are careless about everything, about sacrificing their wealth, their life, and whatnot. Uh, that means they were whenever uh, there was a war, then they would go and fight, and then they had no fear of giving their lives away for the sake of God, or whenever. They were asked for anything. They would always be ready to sacrifice their wealth, you know, their time, uh, whatever possession or they had. They would always sacrifice it you know, for the sake of God. So the hypocrites they thought that uh, these people they do not know uh, how to safeguard themselves. Then. Uh, uh, why go along with them or why do we have to go with them because we know we can you know guard ourselves we we can uh, protect our money our uh, possession and whatnot so why go and sacrifice our life and uh, or go with them or go along with them when they cannot uh, do it uh, themselves so this is uh, one of the meanings of Sufaha and then another reason for the hypocrites uh, calling Muslim Sufaha is that why would you blindly sacrifice your lives or wealth? While we are better than you in the sense because we save both of them, as I said uh, mentioned earlier. However, the hypocrites did not uh, understand that nations that are on the rise, a nation that are bound to reach the top, have go, uh, they have to go through sacrifices. Uh, and when God raises them, He does so in similar fashion. So we can see not just in religious matters, even in you know worldly uh, business they have to sacrifice something to gain something you know like you can't just say oh i'm not going to do anything you know and then my business will uh, you know raise or arise and you know become famous but you have to sacrifice something to in order to get something else so this is uh, the meaning uh, in this verse, uh, verse that uh, what sufaha means uh, and then the next verse is, uh, verse 18, where it says, That their case is like the case of a person who kindled a fire and when it lightened up all around him, Allah took away their light and left them in thick darkness, they see not. So in this, uh, Hudur states or he writes that this verse uh, shows uh, the condition of the hypocrites. So throughout this ruku, uh, uh, Allah the Almighty is talking about the hypocrites, how they were uh, during the time uh, of the Holy Prophet And he says that they themselves lit a fire. However, once the light of that fire spread, they became blinded and could not benefit by it. Lightning of fire refers to the coming of Islam to Medina. Everyone, even the hypocrites, at the same time agreed on forwarding an invitation to the Prophet, inviting him to migrate towards Medina. Hence, once the light of Islam spread and flourished, their hearts became jealous, and they lost their way and became slightless. So, these were the hypocrites. They, you know, uh, when they were in front of the Holy Prophet of the companions, they would be like, you know. They would say, uh, yes, uh, we, we are Muslims, but once they would go behind them and then they would turn their face and they were like, okay, uh, you know, we are not Muslims, uh, we do not follow the Holy Prophet and uh, whatnot. And then what does uh, uh, the word naara, to kadan naara. Na- uh, uh, so what does the word nara or nar or fire uh, means? So, uh, it has uh, different meanings and Huzur has mentioned three meanings uh, over here. Huzur says that uh, fire in the Quran is also related uh, to heavenly signs and teachings. Uh, in the Quran, Moses uh, saw God, uh, God's manifestation uh, 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 in the form of fire. Uh, and in Surah Qasas, uh, God states that Allah says that uh, Aana sa turan or turan naran that towards tour they saw a fire and then Allah says that Ya yeah, Musa ini uh, anallahu uh, Rabbul alamin that oh Moses I uh, surely uh, that oh Moses surely I am Allah Lord of all the words so that could be uh, one of the meanings of fire uh, as we know from history that uh, um, God. Uh, came uh, it was in, in, in a form of a uh, fire so another meaning is that in Arabic language it is also used for love because it fills your inside with a never-ending burning or desire so it could be uh, that meaning as well and then another meaning or uh, the fire is an Arabic idiom in which uh, uh, also is also used for war and through this meaning of the verse uh, would be that the hypocrites conspired to attack the Muslims with the disbelievers. However, their plans backfired, and they themselves were stopped in their tracks. In Arabic, they say that Naruhu," that his fire is extinguished, meaning in a war uh, his side has lost. Also, it uh, it was an uh, Arab tradition to keep fire lit all time during the war and it was considered uh, or a bad omen if it was extinguished. So hence during the battle of the ditch, Abu Sufyan ran away from his fire, all of a sudden uh, was uh, extinguished. So in war you can see that people, they have fire lit here and there and if the fire has is, is been extinguished that means they have lost or they have gone away, they have ran, uh, run away from uh, the fight. And then uh, huzur writes uh, that those hypocrites who had not become z- distinct to the Muslims and still uh, remained under the cloth of misconception, they, uh, they became apparent through uh, these verses or uh, these wars. Uh, it was uh, these wars that had brought about their true nature since hypocrites would always refrain from taking part in these wars. Thus Allah took away their cloth of misconception and their true nature became apparent to the Muslims. Basically, whenever... Uh, they or the Holy Prophet they went on a war. you know, the hypocrites would stay behind uh, and they would not want to go just like, uh, you know uh, Well, during the time of Moses, it was, you know, his followers and they said that, you know, you go fight uh, uh, with your God and we will stay here and we'll watch Uh, but in this case, in the time of the Holy Prophet the hypocrites, they even though during when they will sit together, they would you know say, mm-hmm. "Oh yes, I believe it," but at the at the end, uh, you know they would turn away and say that we do not believe uh, in anything, and they uh, would go away. So this is uh, the meaning of, of Naar and uh, what Hazur uh, stated regarding uh, the hypocrites, and then. Uh, the last uh, verse of uh, chapter uh, of uh, second ruku of surah Baqarah. It says that Yakadul Barku Yaktahu Absarahum mm-hmm. Kullama Aza Alahum Ma Shofi Waiza Azlamu Waiza Azlamah Alaihim Kammu Walashaa Allahu Lazahaba Bi Samihim Wa Absarihim Inna Allaha Ala kulli shay'in Kadir that the lightning might well nigh snatch away their sight. Whenever it shines upon them, they walk therein, and when it becomes dark to them, they stand still. And if Allah will, He could take away their hearing and their sight, surely Allah has the power to do all that He wills. So in this uh, verse, uh, uh, in the commentary, Hazrat uh, Muslim Ta'ala, who states that the verse... Uh, states that whenever there is lightning, they walk in its light, uh, meaning the hypocrites. So huzu writes that Allah is talking about two different states of hypocrites in this verse. The part of the uh, verse mentioned in the question, Allah tells us that the hypocrites walk in the light alongside the Muslims. They try to do so when, uh, uh, whenever they see a benefit, as I mentioned before. So whenever they saw a benefit, they would walk with the Muslims but whenever it was time to sacrifice something, they would be like, No, we, we don't want to do this. Why should we walk with them when they can't even, uh, you know, uh, uh, safeguard their own lives or their wealth? So uh, this way, they prosper along with the Muslims, the light representing prosperity. Uh, and this is the first state of hypocrite mentioned in this verse. So this part, uh, and then the second uh, state of the hypocrites, uh, it translates to when it But the lightning causes darkness upon the hypocrites, they stand or stop walking. So lightning represents two major attributes. So whenever there is lightning, it causes light and Allah has used this attribute to explain the first state of hypocrites. And then the second attribute is that it causes harm upon whom it strikes. So Allah has explained these attributes as darkness and has applied it on the hypocrites as one of their states. So the darkness is used as a metaphor of trials which befalls the believers. But the hypocrites that walk alongside the Muslims during time of ease and pretend to to be among them, they become distinct at the time of trials as they stop scribing. So this is one thing that uh, God Almighty has said in the Holy Qur'an that in order to distinguish between a believer or a true believer and just uh, either the hypocrites or a non-believer is when a trial uh, befalls uh, befalls upon a, uh, a a true believer, he he is steadfast during this uh, trial. You know, he would not say, "Oh, why, you know, God, why have you done this to me?" I worship you. I I do this. I do that. You know, I always try to walk on the right path. I follow the commandments of the Holy Quran. Uh, but a true believer, uh, you know, whenever A trial or anything befalls upon him, he's always steadfast. He will always pray. He will always ask for forgiveness and that's when I know you can uh, distinguish between who a true believer is and who is a non-believer, who is just doing it for the sake of showing to other people that oh, I read namaz, I do this, I do that. So this is uh, one of the states of the hypocrites as well where they you you find out uh, if they are a true believer or not. Uh, So, uh, this is how Allah the Almighty uh, has uh, uh, explained the two states of hypocrites and uh, and one uh, where they uh, blend in uh, and the other when uh, they have become uh, distinguished or distinct from uh, the true uh, believers. Now, I'll uh, explain uh, this uh, in Urdu well oh, summarize it so the first verse that we went or the uh uh, uh ch- two of ch- chapter 2 uh ay una laha wal azina amanu ma, ma ya khdauna ila anfusihum ma yashurun ke wo allah wo allah ko un logo ko jo iman dhoka dena chahte hain magar waqai me apne siwa kisi ko dhoka nahi dete اور وہ سمجھتے نہیں تو اس کے تشریح میں حضرت مسلمہ عضی طالعہ فرماتے ہیں کہ اس آیت میں یہ بتایا گیا ہے کہ ایمان وہی کار آمد ہوتا ہے جو نیک نیتی اور اخلاص اور صداقت پر مبنی ہو جس ایمان میں اخلاص نہیں وہ کسی کام کا نہیں کیونکہ وہ تو دھوکہ ہے تو اس آیت پر اعتراض کیے جاتے ہیں جو میں نے پہلے بھی اتراز پڑھا ہوں میں پڑھ دیتا ہوں جو اتراز ہے پھر اس کا جواب بھی میں پڑھ دیتا ہوں پہلا اتراز یہ ہے کہ اللہ تعالیٰ کو کوئی دھوکہ کب دے سکتا ہے یہ پہلا اتراز ہے دوسرا اتراز کہ اگر دھوکہ دینے کے قصد کے معنی کیے جائیں تو اللہ تعالیٰ کو مان کر کوئی شخص اسے دینے کا تیسرا اطراز یہ ہے کہ اس جگہ یخادی اونہ کے الفاظ ہے کہ اور خادع باب مفائلہ سے ہے جس کے معنی یہ ہے کہ اس فعل میں دونوں شریک او فریق او شریک ہیں اور ان معنوں کے لحاظ سے اس के کے معنی یہ ہوں گے کہ منافق خدا تعالیٰ کو دھوکہ دیتے ہیں اور خدا تعالیٰ ان کو تو اس اعتراض کے جواب اس ترتیب سے یہ ہے کہ پہلا اعتراض जवाब جواب یہ ہے کہ اللہ تعالی کو کوئی شخص دھوکہ کب دے سکتا ہے تو اس کے جواب یہ ہے کہ اس جگہ خادعہ کا لفظ ہے, ہے خادعہ کا نہیں اور خادعہ کے معنی عربی زمان میں دھوکہ دینے کا نہیں بلکہ دھوکہ دینے کا قصد کرنے کے ہے دوسرا دھوکہ کھائے یا نہ کھائے جیسا کہ حلل اگات میں بتایا جا چکا ہے کہ پسی اعتراض اس آیت پر نہیں پڑھ سکتا کہ خدا تعالیٰ کو کوئی دھوکہ کیوں کر دے سکتا ہے اگر دھوکہ دینے کے معنی بھی کیے جائیں تو تب بھی کوئی اعتراض نہیں پڑھتا کیونکہ اس صورت میں اس کے یہ معنی ہوں گے کہ ऐसे ऐसा मामला करते हैं कि जो धोधोका के मुशाबा होता है फिर दूसरा اعتراض के جواب یہ ہے کہ اگر دھوکا دھو, دھوکے کے قصد کرنے کے معنی کیے جائیں تو بھی درست نہیں کیونکہ کوئی شخص خدا تعالی کو دھوکا دینے کا قصد نہیں کر سکتا کیونکہ وہ جانتا ہے کہ خدا تعالی عالم الغیب ہے ये इतराज भी दुरुस्त नहीं क्योंकि अवल तो एक गिरो दुनिया का ऐसा भी है बल्कि तमाम फलस्फी है इस गिरो में शामिल है कि वो खुदा ताला के अलीम होने के कायल नहीं बल्कि वो ख्याल करते हैं कि अल्लाह ताला को कुलियात का इलम है लेकिन जुजियात का इलम नहीं यानी कि कुलियात लेकिन उसको he has the knowledge of uh, the heavens and the earth, but not uh, of uh, this. Uh, uh, oh, he has the knowledge of heaven, but not at the earth. Or Quran-e-Karim ke zamanan nuzul ke wakt bi aise log paye jate hain. Chunase Quran-e-Karim mein aata hai ke wala wala kin zann tum anallah la ya lamu kasira mimma ta lamuna wa zalikum zannum wala zina bi rabbi इसमें है कि यानी तुम जो तुम वह लोग हो कि तुम को यह ख्याल है कि अल्लाताला तुम्हारी अक्सर अमाल को नहीं जानता यानि उसे कोुलियात का इम हैियात का इलम नहीं और यही तुम्हारा वहहम हो वह है जो तुमने अपने रप के मताल गलतथौर पर अपने दिलों में बठाया लिया है तोडट so, जो यह ye logon ka vehm hai or this their thinking that you no know, god does not know the meaning or has the knowledge of the whole universe teesra jo itraz hai uske jawab ha ha ye hai ke mukhadah kalfar aur lufs istemal hua hai jo dono fariq ke fail mein musharakat par dalalat karta hai aur اور یہ عمر خدا کے شان کے بعید ہے so اس کا جواب یہ ہے کہ ایک تو یہ ہے کہ दोनों ہمیشہ دونوں शरीक میں पदलालत ہونے करता, دلالت نہیں کرتا بلکہ کبھی صرف ایک شخص کے करता پر دلالت کرتا ہے چنانچہ حلل میں بھی بتا چکا ہے وہ میں نے ایک مثال دیا تھا وہ ایک جو جج ہے اور ایک چور ہے تو صرف ایک جج چور کو سزا دے سکتا ہے وہ چور جج کو सजा नहीं दे सकता। तो खुदा ताला यहाँ पर इसका माने यही होगा युखादीयुना का कि खुदा ताला लोगों को सजा देता है ना के खुदा लोग खुदा को सजा नहीं दे सकता। फिर मैंने सात माने खादा के बताए थे। तो उर्दू में ये है कि पहला तो ये है कि वो खुदा से ऐसा मामला करते हैं जो धोखा के मुशाहिबा है और दूसरा दूसरा माने यह है कि वो खुदा ताला को धोखा देना चाहते हैं हालांकि वो धोखा में नहीं आ सकता तीसरे माने है कि वो खुदा ताला से धोखा के मामला करते हैं और इसलिए खुदा ताला उनको गैर मखलसाना अफाल की सजा देगा चौथा यह है कि वो खुदा ताला को छोड़ रहे हैं पांचवा माने हललुगात में है कि एक और मुहावरा भी लिखा गया है کہ عرب کہتے ہیں کہ سوکن کھا के کہ بعض بعض دھوکہ دے رہے ہیں اور ان کا اس کا مطلب یہ ہے ہوتا ہے کہ منڈی کے بھاؤ ایک رنگ میں نہیں آآ آآ چل رہے ہیں بلکہ کبھی बढ़ بڑھ جاتے ہیں اور کبھی یکڈم گھٹ جاتے ہیں so the prices goes up and down so چھٹا معنی یہ ہے کہ خدا आ, ये आ, आ, के उन मानों में कि रूस है कि ये आ, ये माने हैं होंगे कि वो खुदा ताला से फजात का मामला और फसाद का मामला करते हैं यानी उन कामों का इकलाश नहीं है उनमें nahi. नहीं है और साथ में माने ये है कि ये कभी हो सक आ, ये आ, हो सकते हैं कि अल्लाह ताला से धोखा करने से मुराद हो के کے رسول اور مومنوں سے دھوکہ کے معاملہ کرتے ہیں چنانچہ اس قسم کے محاورہ قرآن کریم میں بھی استعمال ہوا ہے تین جو پر so, اب دوسرا جس نے کیا تھا پھر آگے حضور لکھتے ہیں کہ وَعِذَا كِي لَلَهُمْ آمِنُ कमा Amanana sau kalu anu minuka ma amanasufaha ala inna humu sufaha wala kil ya almun aur jab unhe kaha jaye ki isi tarah iman तरह jis tarah dusre log iman le aaye to kehte hain ki kya hum is tarah iman laaye jis tarah bewaqoof iman le aaye yakeenan hai magar तो इसका जो मैंने मतलब समझाया था कि जब मुसलमान उन منافقوں से कहते हैं कि जिस तरह दूसरे शरीफ आदमी ईमान लाए और अपने अहद को पक्के है तुम भी इस तरह ईमान ले आओ तो ये जो मनाफिक लोग हैं वो कहते हैं कि ये लोग तो अपने जान और माल को खुद संभाल नहीं सकते हैं और हमें कहते हैं कि हम उनके साथ-साथ चलें और तो हम किस तरह ये कर सकते हैं और तो कहते हैं कि नहीं तुम लोग अपना रास्ता देखो और हम अपना रास्ता देखते हैं हमें अच्छी तरह से पता है कि किस तरह हमें अपना रास्ता और अपना सामान अपना जान अपना माल किस तरह संभालना हमें आता है तो वो फरमाते हैं कि आखिर आयत में یہ فرمایا ہے کہ اصل میں یہی لوگ اپنے اموال اور جانوں کا نقصان کر رہے ہیں کیونکہ نہ کفار نے فتح پائی ہے نہ ان کے ساتھ تعلق ان کے لئے مفید ثابت ہو اور نہ ان مسلمان نے ہارا ہے کہ ان سے بگاڑ انہیں پائدہ پہنچا سکے لیکن چونکہ یہ آئندہ کی بات ہے یہ جانتے نہیں اور قدرت اللہ پر ایمان نہیں ا, آ ان کی آ, نہیں کر لا سکے یا ان کے پیش گوئی پر تو یہ ذریعہ اس حقیقت کو سمجھ سکیں मालूम so, حالانکہ اگر جانتے تو انہیں معلوم ہوتا کہ یہ اس طریق और عمل سے मालों اپنے, اپنے والوں اور جانوں اپنے مالوں اور جانوں کو, آ, خطرہ میں ڈال رہے ہیں. ایک دوسری آیت میں اس کی تشریح اسی طرح فرمائی ہے کہ یعنی منافق لوگ اپنے مالوں اور اپنے اولادوں پر او ناز کرتے ہیں اور خیال کرتے ہیں کہ ان کے مال بھی محفوظ भी اور ان کے उनके بھی محفوظ ہیں کیونکہ وہ اپنے اولاد کو جہاد پر نہیں جانے دیتے ہیں لیکن یہ ایک ان کے وہم ہے ان کے سوچ ہے کہ وہ محفوظ انہوں نے رکھا کہ مسلمان ان سے اس فخر سے دھوکہ نہ کھائیں کیونکہ بظاہر وہ بظاہر تو لگتا ہے کہ وہ چاہیے وہ جا کر لڑیں یا حفاظت نہیں کرتے لیکن اللہ تعالی ان کی ان کا حفاظت کرتا ہے پھر ان کے درجات بھی اللہ تعالی بلند کرتا ہے پھر اگے مسلوہم کماسل اللذ اس تو کد نارا فلما ازات ما حولہو ذهب اللهو بنورہم و ترکہہم فی ظلمات اللہ یبصرون اس کی تفسیر میں حضور فرماتے ہیں اج کہ حضور نے کچھ مانے فرمائے ہیں تو حضور فرماتے ہیں کہ میری نزدیک اس ایت میں منافقوں کے کلیات بیان کی گئی ہے کہ پہلے تو انہوں نے خدا خود آگ جلائی مگر جب آگ کا نور پھیل گیا تو بینائی, پر بینائی سے محروم ہو گئے اور اس سے فائدہ نہ حاصل کر سکیں تو حضور نے پھر اس کے تین معنی بیان فرمائے پہلے معنی آگ کا یہ اور نارن کا جو مطلب ہے وہ حضور فرماتے ہیں کہ آگ سے الہی تعلیم اور آسمانی نشانات کا مراد لینا قرآن کریم کی دوسری آیت سے ثابت ہے چنانچہ حضرت موسیٰ علیہ السلام نے ذکر کے ذکر میں قرآن کریم میں آتا ہے کہ جب وہ مدین سے واپس آ رہے تھے تو انہوں نے الہی تجلی کو آگ کی شکل میں دیکھا چنانچہ فرماتا ہے کہ آنسا من جانب تورن توری کہ انہوں نے تور کی جانب, سے جانب ایک آگ دیکھی پھر آگے پھر سے آتا ہے حضرت موسیٰ کی طرف سے کہ حضرت اللہ تعالیٰ فرماتا ہے کہ یا موسیٰ انی ان اللہ رب العالمین کہ اے موسیٰ میں یقیناً اور سب جہانوں کا رب ہوں تو یہ ایک معنی ہے دوسری معنی یہ ہے کہ قرآن کریم میں ایک اور جگہ بھی کلام نزول کو نار نار سے دی گئی ہے کہ یعنی یہ سورہ نور کی آیت ہے یعنی کہ فطرت صحیحہ کا تلیل ایسی عالی طاقت رکھتا ہے کہ الہام کی آگ سے روشن ہونے کے بغیر بھی جلنے کی قریب ہوتا ہے یعنی گو جلتا تو الہام کی آگ سے یہی ہے مگر मगर کے لحاظ سے وہ بھیرا اور قریب ہوتا ہے اور تیسرے معنی یہ ہے کہ قرآنی कि کے مطابق آگ کا لفظ الہی جلوہ یا الہی کلام پر بھی دلالت کرتا ہے اور اس کے محورہ کے مطابق اس آیت کا یہی محفوم ہے کہ منافقوں نے خدا تعالیٰ کی کلام کے آگ کو اپنے گھروں میں روشن کیا مگر بعد میں اس کے فائدہ سے وہ محروم رہ گئے یہ جو آخری ا آیت ہے کہ او کا سیم بم من السمائی فیہ ظلمات و رعد و برق یجلونا اعصابہم فی اذانہم من الثوائی کے حضر الموت و الله محیطم بالكافرین یقال البرق یختف ابصارہم كلما نہ ما وَإِذَا عَظْلَمَ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَوْ شَاءَ اللَّهُ لَذَحَبَ اللَّهُ لَذَحَبَ بِسَمِهِمْ وَأَبْسَارِهِمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَكُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ اس میں حضور کچھ فرماتے ہیں کہ اس آیت سے ظاہر ہے کہ بجلی کے دو کیفیت ہوتے ہیں اور وہ الگ الگ کیفیت ہوتے ہیں تو اس پہ منافقوں کا ہی وہ مراد لیتے ہیں کہ ان کے دو الگ الگ کیفیت ہوتے ہیں تو صرف روشنی ہو تب وہ اثر ہوتا ہے اور جب اس کے ساتھ موت اور ہلاکت ہو اور اثر اس کا کچھ اور ہوتا ہے سو الفاظ تو فرماتے ہیں کہ اس تفسیر کی اس کی हुजूर परमाते कि ये आयत मुश्किल आयत है और इस इसमें और जिन लोगों ने इसकी तفسير की है मज़लन की है और अलग-अलग हिस्सों का किया है लेकिन पूरी तरह इसके सही से तفسير नहीं किसी ने किया है तो हुजूर परमाते कि अल्लाह ताला ने अल्लाह के فضل से मैंने इसकी इस तरह وضاحت कर दी है कि इसकी हर हि� بھی اور दूसरे حصوں کے ساتھ کر کر میں مضمون واضح ہو جاتا ہے اور کوئی اس کا नज़र نظر نہیں آتا تو یہ آج کا درس تھا تو گزارش یہ ہے کہ جو لوگ اردو پڑھ سکتے ہیں یا انگلیس میں وہ فائی وولیوم کومنٹری ہے اس میں سے بھی جو ہمارے خدام جو ہیں جو اردو نہیں پڑھ لیں Kuch ka, uh, pata, uh, chal jata hai. So, inshallah, uh, next Wednesday, we'll continue on uh, from the third Ruku of uh, Surah Al-Baqarah. Allahumma <laughs> salli ala <laughs> muhammadin wa ala ali muhammadin wa barik wa salim in majid.